0: Locked On Flames, your daily podcast on the Calgary Flames, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Locked On Flames. I'm your host, Jess Belmosto, and today we talk about the disaster that was the game against the Leafs, and some news out of Pittsburgh, and is it time to start taking Vancouver seriously? Be sure you're following and subscribe to Locked on Flames on your favorite podcast app. You can head on over to the podcast app with um, Apple and any iOS you know, service, and uh, give the show a five-star rating, and leave a quick little review. I'm so sorry that tonight's, or today's episode is up as early as it is, because it was recorded on Wednesday night after I have been dealing with the stomach bug, the flu, we don't really know what's going on, but we have a lot to talk about, and I have the energy to do it, so... Hello, you will be getting two episodes from me today, and I will have a special guest joining me for the second episode of today. Um, and if I were you, I would head on over to Down the Frozen River on Twitter and throw them a follow because it might just be one of them. And by one of them, I mean Nick. <laughs> but we need to talk about the crap show that was uh, Monday Night's game. Was that Monday? Tuesday night, yes, Tuesday night's game against the Leafs because wow, uh, that that was quite the game. The Flames lost four three in regulation. Johnny Gaudreau had two goals along with Milan Lucic. Yes, that Milan Lucic, the one I was just calling for to be scratched. Uh, I'm going to call for him to be scratched again, so maybe he'll do the thing again. <laughs> but uh, you know, him scoring is a fluke. Again, don't put too much stock into it. Uh, I really didn't understand why he was on the ice during the final few moments for the Flames. Um, I It was very confusing. <laughs> I don't see him as an integral part of this team in a situation like that. So I'm sure that there was a better option to put out there to try to generate a scoring chance But, again, I am not Jeff Ward, so I don't get to make these decisions. The Flames, you know, I will pat them on the back for this. They only took two penalties. They were both minors, so, of course, they were only in the box for four minutes. You know, like, round of applause for them. The Leafs, all in all, were a better team, and they were upset with and and they didn't like that. They were um, there were no repercussions for him injuring their goalie, Jack Campbell, who uh, Kyle Dubas says is out for weeks. So um, you know they <laughs> they're gonna show up and put on a fight to defend one of their players, and they did that, and they felt that somebody needed to be held responsible, and the Leafs did just that. Jake Muzzin threw a puck at Kachuk at the end of the game. Kachuk wanted to settle it like a grown-up, and uh, you know, it went up to him. He was like, "Okay, come on, let's fight. Like, if you want to, if you want to do that, put on your big boy pants and let's have it out." Uh, nope. <laughs> Jake Muzzin backed away like a coward, and Kachuk was angry. You know, I would be too. If somebody throws a puck at you, uh, justified or not. It just don't do that. That and then if you're not gonna step up to fight, like come on, finish what you start. There, uh, Jake Muzzin is um, just not. That it, it just let's this society has moved on for the need from players named Jake Muzzin. I think that's how the meme goes, anyways. But uh, Kachup was screaming and slamming everything. Like I said, I don't blame him in the slightest. He um, you know, he, somebody threw a hockey puck at him. I too would be upset. But um, Jake Muzzin, I hope I I hope that uh, he's ready for the next time that this team meets up and they are able to, you know, have it out and just settle it like adults. But it was Wayne Simmons, Austin Matthews, Travis Boyd, and Mitch Marner who scored for the Toronto Maple Leafs. And they were successful on the power play. Congrats. The Flames had 10 giveaways and the Leafs had 9. Uh, really not that great. But coming up next, some unexpected news out of Pittsburgh this afternoon. Uh, and we will talk about that coming up next. But first, uh, I'm here to tell you about Built Bar once again. Built Bar is the world's best-tasting protein bar with 18 amazing flavors, including nut and non-nut flavors. These bars are covered in 100% chocolate, soft and easy to chew. So based off of that, you know, sounds like a candy bar and it tastes like one. Grab yourself some carrot cake, apple almond crisp, cherry barcia, cookies and cream, salted caramel, banana bread, peanut butter, raspberry, or coconut almond. They have it all. Built Bars are healthy. They're great for anybody who is, you know, a little more health conscious. And they're great if you want to lose weight, maintain weight, indulge in a great treat. And uh, if you're on keto, these are keto friendly. Uh, Let's take a peek at the Peanut Butter Bar. That bar has 19 grams of protein, 180 calories, 5 grams of sugar, and 5 net carbs. Head on over to builtbar.com and use promo code locked on, and you will get 20% off of your next order. Use promo code locked on for 20% off at builtbar.com. Locked on Flames continues. Head on over to twitter.com and follow me right there at justbelmosto. All right, folks, I'm so sorry if there were some audio quality issues. I didn't realize that one of these settings was completely messed up on the microphone. I deeply apologize, so I hope that you can hear me better now. But uh, I woke up from a nap today, (laughs) and I was like very confused as to why everybody was talking about Jim Rutherford. And, you know, I get it. Things happen where we have to talk about general managers, but I certainly did not expect to see him step down as, um, general manager for the Pittsburgh Penguins. He did every, he did say that, um, it wasn't health related, which is wonderful. You love to hear that, especially with a guy who I believe he's 71 and he is, you know, obviously on the older side and I'm sure the traveling all around during the pandemic is a lot. And listen, if I'm, (laughs) if I'm the general manager of a team, I'm not, I'm not doing all that, (laughs) especially during a pandemic, just traveling, having to be extra careful. Like I would much rather stay at my house risk-free, you know, but uh, again, you do hope that everything is okay. And, you kind of get a little bit worried in the sense that, uh, you know, you remember that the the organization is under investigation. My cat is running up and down the length of the hallway right now, so I'm so sorry if you can hear that or his little bell on his collar jingling. Usually he's very well behaved when we record. But they're being looked at. I believe it's the ownership Um, at the NHL level is being investigated because they were um, taking bailout money and that was not meant for hockey teams that make a lot of money. (laughs) You know, those were, um, I believe it was a $4 million bailout, which does not make any sense because I believe that they had just purchased the Neverland Ranch and then you have the AHL, Uh, level being investigated because there were a lot of accusations that came out surrounding the, um, I believe it was the coach and some of the coaching staff. um, Some pretty serious abuse allegations and sexual assault allegations and that is not okay. And then, uh, you know, the head coach's cousin is related to Josh Porter. Yes, the man from the Mets who was fired after a story came out about him being absolutely disgusting towards, um, I believe it was a reporter. Yes, it was a reporter. I had to think for a second. Oh my goodness, my brain is (laughs) not, not awake today. But what does another general manager mean for the team, you know, Mario Lemieux and uh the assistant general manager, now interim general manager, they're gonna be looking for a replacement and what does you know, what does this mean? And like not in a sarcastic sense of what does this mean for the Leafs, but like what does this mean for the Penguins? Because they went into the season with the stance of, okay, yeah, we're we're going to go win another cup. But is the new general manager going to come in here with that same attitude? Or are they going to look at things a little bit differently and say, hey, maybe it's time we, you know, not rebuild. Because they're definitely not in that full-blown rebuild stage. But do we have to shift a couple pieces around to, and you know, maybe miss the playoffs because things just aren't going as smoothly as um one would hope, especially with the talent of players like um Sidney Crosby and Malkin. But is this general manager gonna come in with that same idea and that same mindset that this team is Stanley Cup caliber material? And of course, these are more than likely questions <laughs> that the interviewers will be asking, and I'm sure they have a long list of questions for the wonderful people who will be applying. But again, uh, best wishes to Jim Rutherford, because you know it's always hard to see people come and go, and especially when they are older like that. But again, hockey's a business. I'm sure he will be fine, retired somewhere. But coming up next, we need to we need to discuss something pretty serious. And that would be the North Division. The North Division is heating up and the Canucks. We got to talk about them. But first, our friends at BetOnline.ag want you to hear about a very special offer that they are running for our Locked On listeners. You can head on over to BetOnline.ag and sign up today for a free account and use that promo code LOCKEDON for your 50% welcome bonus. You know we've got the Super Bowl coming up, baseball's coming back, basketball's here, and you know if you're listening to this, you'll love hockey. So go on over to betonline.ag and place a few bets, and you can use your 50% welcome bonus when you sign up with your first deposit at uh, betonline.ag with that promo code locked on betonline.ag. Your online sportsbook experts. Locked on Flames with Jess Belmosto continues. Don't forget to follow our show's Twitter feed at LO underscore flames pod. Like I mentioned before the break, the North Division is heating up, and you know this is a condensed season, and the Canucks were kind of um, you know, a little bit of a laughing joke there for the first week. I think that they were off to a little bit of a slow start, and they were able to get their feet out underneath them rather quickly. And the moment where everything changed was when they met with the Ottawa Senators, <laughs> and the tables quickly turned. Vancouver has beat the Senators twice this week. Uh, Monday night, they <laughs> I, this this just sounds so bad to say, but they. Won seven to one 7-1, and tonight they stomped on them again uh, after winning 5-1. 12 goals in two games. I'm not entirely sure the Flames have put that up this season. Kidding, of course. Kidding. Uh, J.T. Miller, along with Tyler Mott, ha- each had two goals. And, you know, it's always a Mott-Girl summer. It's a state of mind, not a season. I love the broadcast. Head on over. And listen to their show, <laughs> even if you're a Flames fan, they're they're wonderful. I love them there. But Elias Pettersson scored, which was nice to see, of course, and kind of, kind of get him, you know, shake that dust off and figure himself out. But I do believe that it is time for the Calgary Flames to get it together. They play Montreal tonight. Uh, well. Yeah, tonight, Thursday night, and they have plenty to work on as they move forward and look to move on up in the division, but that's all I have for right now. I will talk to you all later on today, and I can't wait to hear from you. Uh, Make sure you're following me on Twitter at Jess Belmosto. I have an amazing episode with uh, Nick Lanciani coming out later today. And be sure to subscribe and follow this podcast right now on your favorite podcast app, and you will get the latest episode of Locked on Flames as soon as it's available each day. All right, y'all. I'll see you later.